You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so happy you could be with me. Now, this is going to be a great show and a lot for you to comprehend. First, we are talking about developing our beautiful intuition, which, from what I hear, is absolutely more valuable to multimillionaires than actual dollars. And then we're going to be talking to mystical therapist Rachel Fiore, who is a psychic and who has some really, really valuable information for all of us. So hang on. This is a great show that you are going to love. You know, there is so much going on in the world right now, and it appears to be outside of us. But is it really outside of us? Are we just creating what it is that we want or what is being dictated to us by the powers that be? That's a question that I hope will be a common question that you ask yourself continuously. Anything that you hear, ask yourself, could this actually be true? In other words, what can we believe? This is something that all of us should wonder about. I am just not sure that through media manipulation, anything that we hear is truthful. I want to believe my friends and family, but it's really weird that I have to really research everything to get to the truth. And if you really think about it, isn't this what the powers that be want, don't they, in fact, want us to be so confused that another narrative can be built? (laughs) I don't know. So what do we do? Well, it all goes back to our own spiritual well-being. You know, the law of attraction is all about the power that we were born with. And this power is not what those in power want us to know about. It does remind me of the first secret movie where so much truth was being hidden from the people. And why is that? Well, for one reason only, so that we can be led instead of leading. So what happened in the original secret movie is very much playing out in the real world right now. So what do we do then? Well, it's time that we really tune into our God-given intuition so that we know what is true and what is not. We can feel it. So do I trust the information coming from the Internet or TV? Oh, no, (laughs) because I need to know now more than ever how to trust my gut. We need to tune into our own spiritual connectiveness and let the universal power guide us. And this is not about being part of a church. This is about your personal connectiveness to your inner self, which is pure spirituality. It's not dictated by any creed or race. So let's examine what we are being told or we're being led to believe. From what I'm hearing, this COVID thing is maybe rearing up its ugly head or perhaps it's finally over. It's really a 50-50 question at this point and it's on the minds of everyone. I just watched a video from Dr. Brian Artis who states some really incredible things. As he looked at the symptoms of COVID, he stated the similarities between COVID symptoms of no taste, no smell, and lung pressure, and it copies the exact 
same symptoms as a snake bite. And Dr. Artis explains that it's very likely that COVID did not originate in China, but in fact, the U.S. And he stated that from his view, it was designed to be distributed and replicated in the drinking water, thereby infecting the human body. Gosh, I don't know if you noticed that there are many areas that have not had COVID exposures. So here is where you need to stop and think. Do the powers that be really want us to know the truth? Or is it there simply to confuse us? I just read another report that contradicts Brian Artis completely. So here's our dilemma. And it's not about COVID. It's about finding out the truth. But how? How do we find out the truth? Well, if we want the truth, then it becomes an individual journey. I know that many of my friends wish to not know the truth. Many want to be led instead of taking the lead. And that's okay if that's what they want. Yes, it is definitely easier until it gets to be a life and death situation. The bottom line is always going to be what is your intuition telling you? That's why it's imperative that we don't accept everything we are being told, but instead we let our gut lead us. Now here is the monumental importance of intuition and quote, gut feel, unquote. Intuition. Steve Jobs says it's more powerful than intellect. It powers every market decision Warren Buffett makes. Richard Branson prefers it to stats and data. Albert Einstein called it the only real valuable thing. Forbes says intuition is the highest form of intelligence. And Psychology Today has a major article about the science behind intuition, why you should trust your gut. You see, there's something to intuition that we need to be talking more and more about because it really is the key to bringing your thoughts in alignment with your desires. While most of us think a big old brain along with hard work is the key to making it in this world, successful people believe otherwise. In a study where 36 major CEOs were asked to name their decision-making most critical component, 85% responded with intuition or gut feel. Whether we are mulling a career change, sensing our first date's compatibility, or feeling for no reason at all that we should wait an extra few seconds at the stoplight as we suddenly watch a car barrel through the intersection, We all have been magnetically guided by our magnificent inner compass. While we're generally taught to throw our senses to the wind, those of us who learned to harness this all-knowing inner GPS can, with the pinpoint precision, use it to navigate a great ocean of life finding success at every turn. And this is important. Your intuition is important. And it's definitely real. Yeah, that's right. It's the real thing. While a potential human's sixth sense is not something most scientists want to touch with a 50-foot pole, anything resembling woo-woo is generally an academic research no-no. Perhaps the best proof for intuition comes from the work of Cornell University physicist 
turned psychologist Dr. Daryl Bim. Do you remember in the opening scene of the original Ghostbuster movies, Dr. Vinkman, as played by Bill Murray, tested the participant's ability to sense which card was in his hand, whether it was a circle, star, square, or something else? Minus electrical shocks, of course, Dr. Ben's studies were more like that than not. In his 1,000 participant, decade-long series of experiments, Dr. Bim showed that humans do indeed have the ability to sense, not predict, but sense the future. So how strong are his findings? Well, because of the paradigm-shifting implications, he waited until his intuitive studies had reached a 74 billion to one statistical certainty before releasing the results. Yeah, I would guess he was pretty sure. 74 billion to one statistical certainty before releasing the results. That's pretty significant. Dr. Ben told Cornell News, it violates our notion of how the physical world works. The phenomenon of modern quantum physics are just as mind-boggling, but they are so technical that most non-physicists don't know about them. And that makes a lot of sense. While we not dare tackle how or why humans can feel something before it happens, though theoretic physics multi-universe Theory and quantum entanglement gives us clues. It appears that the human sense is alive and well, and that people with stronger antennas may naturally be great decision makers. And remember what we have talked about before, that long hair actually serves as an antenna for your intuition. Don't cut that air. Go ahead and let it grow. I don't care your age. Let your antenna, your hair, grow long. The brain's axis is actually intuition. So where does intuition live in the brain? According to a team of University of Iowa researchers, the brain's so-called axis of intuition is the prefrontal cortex. The pop culture depiction of this location is surprisingly accurate. In the X-Book comic books and movies, how did Professor X summon his psychic powers? He would put his fingers on his temples, close his eyes, and then, from the middle of his forehead, energy waves would beam out in all directions. Well, this axis of intuition is right there, dead center in the forehead. That's right. The X-Men comic books had it right with Professor X. X marks the spot. But back to the commonly held high intelligence is the key to success is very much a false belief. Studies have shown that people, even with high IQ, with damage to their intuitive prefrontal cortex, have loads of problems. Like what? Well, these broken intuition folks often make poor decisions, which means they often have bad habits, are bad with money, or are quite gullible and easily deceived, like being tricked by advertising, or they can't detect sarcasm, and they don't learn from mistakes, at least not like the rest of us. Now, if you want to be more intuitive, then upgrading your prefrontal cortex will do the trick. 
If only there was, well, actually, there is a way. A 2014 Wake Forest University study looked at the brains of 15 volunteers before and just after four days of mindfulness training. And what did they find? In addition to a host of other wonderful brain enhancements, the freshly minted meditators seriously increased their activity and interconnectivity in their brains. For those of us who want to make decisions with precision, well, what does that mean? By hitting the switch on our brains, the axis of intuition, meditation links us directly to our ultra-powerful yet elusive sense of inner knowing. While the ancient practice may not turn us into overnight Richard Branson's or Oprah Winfrey or Warren Buffett, the meditation most certainly can magnify our gut feel for a lifetime of soothsaying, financial relationships, health, and career choices. Meditators often find success in everything they do. And you know what? You can do the same thing. So how does meditation fix broken intuition? If it seems that your intuition is great at leading you down the wrong path, Perhaps the meditation is magnifying this faulty ability of yours. Either your intuition is weak or its signal is clouded, but it's not broken forever. Here are the two main reasons for faulty intuition and how meditation fixes both. Number one, intuition is never developed. If you thought your legs weren't real and therefore didn't trust or believe them, what would happen? Well, you would be on top of your wheelchair and they would quickly dwindle away. Likewise, people who see their intuition as sorcery will watch as it shrivels up like a raisin in the sun. If life was as simple as a math problem, using your logical and analytical mind all the time would be just fine, but it's not. Life often requires finding your own way through the dark, figuring out things as you go along. Many decisions need to be made on the gut level rather well quote this happened to me before so i know what to do now experience unquote thankfully whether you believe in intuition or not meditation can change your brain to make better decisions then if you still don't believe in it well you can call it something else like success magic or something like that because your friends and family will be asking you about the wonderful improvements in your life. And number two, cloudy, murky intuition signals. Well, if you're depressed, anxious, emotionally blocked, and or simply not feeling your highest and best, then your conscious mind's voice will be loud and proud. Learning to quiet down the superficial monkey mind layer is key, is key to unlocking your deeper, far more powerful subconscious mind. And there you find the home of intuition. Luckily, once meditation's never-ending benefits begin to snowball, anxiety, depression, and chattering monkey mind are the first dysfunctions to get buried with a quiet conscious mind and easy access to your deep thinking subconscious mind intuition flows like a river magnify the whisper of your soul guide yourself to an incredible life discover meditation and then you will discover your intuition.
Now, as a hypnotherapist, I can safely say that hypnosis gets the job done in getting your subconscious mind to relax and to start working for you. I have witnessed hypnosis doing incredible things. So there's always something that you can do to train the brain into moving into that frontal cortex and becoming unblocked. Becoming that place where you can literally tune in and discover the power that you were born with. Now, for the past month, I believe, I've been providing a free hypnosis MP3 on money attraction. I really want you to be free of all financial strain. Once you're free of the worry, then the law of attraction takes over and you're free to lift the burden of finances off of you. Even if you're married to an unemployed person, it doesn't matter. It can and will help you to create this financial abundance because you are working with your brain. You're opening up that place where you can magnify the whisper of your soul. So I urge you to take advantage of the free hypnosis MP3 on money attraction. Just go to loaradionetwork.com and go into the little box that says store. Now remember, you can't do it from your phone. You have to go into Law of Attraction Radio Network website. That's, that's loaradionetwork.com. And click on that little box that says store. Go in there. And the first thing you'll see is the Money Attraction Hypnosis MP3. You can download it from there. And please start listening to it every single night before you go to sleep. Fall asleep to it. It's okay. It's going to go in your mind. By doing this, you are, are getting into your subconscious mind which is the home of the intuition that's going to let you know it's going to bring answers to you naturally and easily. Do this. Now, the more people who do this, guess what happens? We all are shifting the tide from lack into abundance. It happens to everyone. And not only that, it happens to everyone that you touch. Have everyone listen to the MP3. The worst thing that happens is that they fall asleep and nothing happens. But I can guarantee you, it does start rewiring the mind. That is what the intuition is all about giving you the things and the tools you need to come out on the other side of all of this um, well garbage shall we say there's nothing like law of attraction people they just don't sit there they listen they learn and they get involved in their selves because it's up to them to change it's not up to me to help change you it's up to you to change yourself and that's where we begin okay let's meet rachel fiore she is a mystical therapist psychic healer spiritual leader and speaker and author and she's with us today we're going to be asking her all kinds of information because she has a master's of science in occupational therapy, and she specializes in mental and emotional behavior health. This is the perfect forum for us to ask about what's going on in today's world. How should we be handling all of the issues that are popping up in our lives 
how do we look at things now? What's the best way that we can really get into the best way of living successfully for us? So stay with us as we meet Rachel Fiore. I'm so excited about this. Well, welcome, Rachel Fiore, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely to be here. So you have had all of this training in the emotions of humans. So, look, we've had a rough two years. We have. Humanity definitely has. Yeah. Can you help us navigate what we are supposed to be doing right now to get back to um, not where we were, but perhaps a couple of step forward. Yeah, it's, we have to evolve. We had a lot of challenges in order to nudge us in some cases, force us. <laughs> and from the universal perspective to encourage us to wake up for real and do the work necessary to evolve. And evolve means we have to allow our old programming to die. That can't be a part of who we are anymore because our old programming of fear, of judgment, of hate, of separation, that destroys us as beings and it destroys all of the beings on our planet, including our planet. And so to wake up for real is not about being spiritual. It's about realizing that I need to gain an acute level of self-awareness to how I am actually showing up in the world versus how I like to think I am. And that means I'm willing to go in deep to my darkness, my shadow self. What is there? I need to see it. I need to bring it to the surface. I need to take responsibility for it. And I need to learn to fall in love with myself so deeply at a divine level that those shadow aspects of me have no choice but to alchemize and no longer be a part of who I am. Mm. That's the challenge. And that's the challenge. And to, to tell you the truth, it seems very, very difficult to get to that place. So it can be, yeah. What can we do to make the journey into the next couple of years into a reality? That's a beautiful question. I think first we have to challenge ourselves to use better discernment on who we listen to and who we follow and not blindly follow and listen anymore. You know, it's we have to learn what it means to go deep inside of ourselves. The more you work on healing yourself, the more you're able to hear the universe, your higher soul speak through you and you can then begin to build this beautiful relationship with your internal guidance, your divine guidance, right? So that's one thing we need to learn to make that connection with our higher selves and to listen and follow that, not blindly listen to other people just because they have a lot of followers, just because they're in a position of quote unquote power, just because they are a scientist just because, see, we blindly follow. Mm. And a lot of times what we're doing is we're blindly following people that don't have a clue. And we wonder yes. why we're so lost. Well, there is something that is occurring. Um, I, I just couldn't believe what I saw yesterday that the station CNN is no longer going to be. So I know that. Yeah, so it has dissolved and it's not going to be a part of our lives anymore. It, it, I mean, I never watched it anyway. I just, I don't have time to watch. I'm always on the radio, but um, so that in itself should say that we are shifting dramatically in terms and it's just not us or those who listen. Everything is shifting. It is, it is definitely shifting. And shifting, you know, we have to be challenged at the level of consciousness humanity has been at for thousands and thousands of years. We have to be very challenged, very, you know, squeezed and pressurized, so to speak, to force us to make the changes we need to make. And it's very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable process, but it's also a process 
of dissolving everything inside of us that makes us that lower level of consciousness and awakening to our, you know, extrasensory perceptions and our divine sight and our ability to love one another and embrace one another instead of fight and oppose one another. And yeah. you have to be challenged to become that, you know. So what you just explained, what is what happened to us during the last two years, how we were, we were forced to evolve. Yes. We didn't yes. go in there willingly. No. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, all the way. And, and so that in itself is a good lesson for us that we had to be forced in order to realize that changes had to occur. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be that much of a struggle if we learn to dissolve the shadow program of resistance. We resist, resist, resist. I don't want this to be this way, so I'm going to fight against it. That's we have to learn how to let those programs go of I have to be right. I want to oppose. We need to learn to embrace what is and make changes from a place of loving connection instead of fighting and resistance and pointing fingers and blaming and hating. And that's the shift that humanity is starting to make now. And that's good. And, you know, it's really wonderful. It's like going back to kindergarten where we are learning how to adapt to a new way of being. So, you know, you're going to that stage, but it's like right now humanity is in kindergarten trying to figure out. Absolutely. It's a beautiful analogy. Very accurate. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. So what you are a psychic, you, you, you know, human consciousness, you know, how everything works. What can we expect for, um, well, you talk about the new golden age of harmony. Is that possible right now for us? It's possible. It is very possible, but here's, here is the most vital thing to hear and understand about it. There are a lot of people out there who are like, oh, we're, we're just moving into a new golden age. We're just moving in. It's happening. It's not happening. It isn't a passive process. No, we have to stop being in disempowerment and we have to learn divine responsibility. That's the first way of oneness. Divine is the way of responsibility. That's an enlightened definition of the word responsibility. We are required to create the new golden age of harmony. That's not going to be handed to us on a silver platter. Look at what we've done the last 10,000 years. We've destroyed our planet. We've created <laughs> hate and racism and sexism and you know on and on. No, that's not going to be handed to us like we're entitled spoiled brats. We need to grow up spiritually, emotionally, and we need to take responsibility for our actions and how we treat ourselves, each other, and this planet and everything on it. And so the new golden age of harmony is just that. It's supposed to be a new golden age of harmony. We are in harmony with one another. We're in unity. We work together. We uplift each other. We help heal each other. We support each other. We look out for each other. That's what oneness is. And so the new golden age of harmony is not going to just happen. I want to make that very clear. No, it will be created the more each individual on this planet chooses to do the real work, the deep work, the hard work to awaken and heal themselves and challenge themselves to a higher level of consciousness and then a higher level and then a higher level. So they no longer function from programs of hate, prejudice, separation, sexism, you know, that's, it requires work. So if, if humans do the work, absolutely, we will experience a new golden age of harmony. If they do not do the real work to make it happen, to create it, then no, we won't. We'll see more of what we see now. And that's how we'll live the rest of our lives. Wow. Wow. So it seems like we, like 10 years ago, we had to go through this. Is that the timeline 10 years ago? So our massive, massive shift of constant upgrading and awakening began in, you know, 2012. Yes. 2012. That's it. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be meaning 
the ugly stuff, the icky stuff, the bringing all the ugly darkness to the surface in order to create and begin the first stages of the new golden age of harmony. It's supposed to end in 2032. So we've got 10 more years of bringing stuff to the surface according to the current timeline. I will say if more people wake up and we bring more light and love and harmony to this planet, we can speed up that timeline. But right now our window is a 20 year window of 2012 to 2032. And so the, if people want that to go faster, then do the work, go deep and wake up faster. <laughs> okay. Wake up. Okay. So where, what is the point that we know that we have reached it? It's a beautiful question. I don't think it's going to be a, um, it's definitely not a flip of a switch. It's a slow progressive transition, right? But I think when we've tipped the scales enough, what we'll see, we won't see people, we just won't see so much separation. We'll see more examples of unity, more examples of unity where we really are here. There's no more competition. We're here to support each other and work together. I'm not here to compete with you. I'm here to honor you and, and uplift you and promote you and support you. When we see more characteristics like that, that's when we know we're really starting to create the authentic new golden age of harmony. No more competition, no more stealing from each other, no more cheating each other, whether it's in business, whether it's from the banks or whether it's on your spouse. Just <laughs> no more of this nonsense. We, we don't do that kind of thing anymore. We won't rape women anymore. Where's all the violence in the planet going to go? It's not going to be here anymore because we've woken up enough that we will no longer behave in such violent, hateful ways. There'll be no such thing as, you know, equal, I have to fight for equal rights. That's insane. That is insanity. Why do you have to fight for equal rights? Because there's no such thing as inequality except in the delusional egoic mind. And when we're unconscious, we create that in our reality. And then we live that out and we think that inequality exists. It won't be a thing anymore. Well, I'm all for that. I'm yeah. all for that. But when I um, look at the television set um, and they are talking about war again, and I thought, I thought we were done with this. You know, it seems so strange that we are getting ourselves into a mess. And really, I don't believe that people want this. It's there's maybe a few people, handful of people who want this, but it's not. So it seems like collectively we can um, straighten the situation out. Am I wrong? Oh, you're not. And this is part of the process of you have to bring all of the darkness up in order to see what's really going on. No more closed doors, no more secrets. Ah, that makes this so is, much sense. Yeah, we're bringing up all the rest of what is hidden in there, all the darkness, whether it's in government, whether it's in people in charge, whether it's at an individual level at your household, whether it's at the level of the CEO of your corporation, we have to bring the darkness up to the surface to see it. Only when you see it, are you then, do you then have the ability to actually heal it and alchemize it? And that is exactly wow. how I do psychic healings, by the way. It is no different. We bring every single thing up inside of you that is dark, that is ugly, that is shameful, that is scary. We bring it up to the surface. Once it is seen, we bring love to it in order to alchemize it. Wow. It is no different than that. So on the macro level, we're seeing that very level of healing happening. We got to bring up the dark, bring up the dark. No more hiding from the dark. If we pretend evil and darkness don't exist, we're the ones that are allowing it to come into ourselves and to the planet. So I'm wondering if the lockdowns that have occurred was really our consciousness uh, saying that we're going to go down and hunker down here. It was more about us individually, not somebody telling us. And it wasn't really, in my view, it wasn't about sickness. It was, it was time to hunker down and and be forced to look at ourselves individually is that right that is that is one perspective that's that's true there is truth in that there is definitely truth in that 
we what we see in the world is a reflection of what we are ourselves. The micro manifests and creates the macro. And so when we have things happening like control programs, I'm going to control whether you can keep this business open or not. I'm going to try to control and force you to take a vaccine or not and not give you free will choice over it. When we have control programs on that level, that is a mirror. The universe is holding up a mirror saying, how many control programs do you run in your life, in your relationship? With your partner, with your children, with your business, how many control programs do you run, wake up, you have them. And when you, when you see out there, oh, I don't like this at all. Great. That means look inside. Where do you do the same thing? Now heal that you heal that on the inside. You will not see it out there. You heal it on the internal, you will no longer see it on the external. It literally cannot exist on the macro if it does not exist first in the micro within yourself. Beautiful. That is fantastic. And it's good to hear. So we know that we what we have to do. But you have all of these other things that you do for people. Can you tell us a little bit on how you can help us individually? Absolutely. I would love to. And thank you for asking. So two main things. One are um, 60 minute psychic healing sessions that I do that are really powerful for individuals to move through because I can heal a lot of this stuff at one time. It's a good boost. It is a jump start in healing. It is also a way if people have spent years and years trying to heal everything, I can reach in there and get the crumbs out in your blind spot, the stuff you can't see. I show you what it is. I tell you what is in there. And then we just go in and heal it. So that's one thing that they're really powerful. Um, And I would invite anybody to go to the website, mastersofselfuniversity.com and read the testimonials on the psychic healing page. The second thing, the most powerful thing that I would recommend first and foremost are our three-month coaching programs. I certify and train myself and educate um, mystical life coaches. They are the only ones that exist in the entire world, literally. Yes. And they do this work. We all do this work where when you come to a three-month coaching program, we take you step-by-step to not just heal you through the process, but teach you how to do it yourself. We empower you to learn, to see every program you run, every aspect of you that is left unhealed, not fully healed. And we teach you how the process of alchemizing everything inside of you that is your shadow self. And you walk away, as long as you do your homework, you walk away in those three months with the ability to completely see everything that are, that's unhealed and heal everything yourself. Wow. Yeah. So our missile, anybody that wants to go to the website, <clears throat> get a free consultation. All of our mystical life coaches are so highly trained and I continue to mentor and educate them by the way. And they all then, you know, work for masters of self university. They're amazing. They are amazing. So if anybody really wants to elevate and heal, get a free consultation from one of our mystical life coaches. And what can we expect after we heal? What is life like? Oh, yeah, I love that question. That's the best question you could ever ask, Jules. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best question ever because it's the most exciting answer. It is pure emotional freedom. Mm. It is power. No longer force. It is power. It is pure emotional freedom. So say a couple quick things about it. Number one, there's no such thing anymore as anxiety and depression and panic attacks and worry Heal them permanently. If they're not gone, they're not healed. You don't have to live with any of that. You just have to be willing to learn how to heal it. And that's what we teach step by step. But the second thing is once you learn in life, you know, life is going to throw you challenges, you know, negative things happen. That's part of being human. So the real beauty is not only do you learn how to heal everything, but you become so powerful that when life throws you a curveball, something scary happens. You know, a a loved one dies. 
yeah. you know, something really painful comes your way, you now know how to go directly into the energy of that pain and alchemize it in real time. And so it only becomes a temporary experience that you move through. You will never have lasting trauma ever again for the rest of your life when you do this work. That's how powerful it is. You know, that seems perfect for um, people who've gone through a traumatic divorce. 100%. Which there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who it's really hard for them to get into another relationship or it affects their abilities to even talk to siblings. So it's, it's like now is the time after being um, shut down for a while. Now's the time to explore our feelings, to, to really acknowledge them and to do something about them. So, because as you said, this is the start of moving forward and we can't, go back to what it was. We don't want to, No. but we need help to move forward. It's like, how do we do this? And it seems like you're the ticket to uh, help us to move forward. Absolutely. That's everything that we do at Masters of Self University. Even our, even the, we have a live psychic healing uh, virtual event coming up on May 21st. Everything we do is to help people to authentically permanently heal and to be able to move forward in a more powerful way in their lives and their relationships and their careers. So we, everything we offer is that's it. We heal at the soul level. So we have so many programs at different, you know, price points so that we can include everybody, everybody can get something. And, you know, myself, uh, my coaches are so passionate about this. And I I left Western medicine to start this because in Western medicine, I was told sick people make us money, Rachel, stop trying to heal people all the time. This is insane. Yeah. (laughs) We figured that out last year. Yeah. Uh There's, I cannot in integrity. I can't do that. I don't want people to be codependent on me as a, as a spiritual teacher, as a psychic healer. I'm not here to make you codependent. I'm here to empower you to fully heal and to teach you along the way, how to do it for yourself. That's what we do. I I left Western medicine. I'm like, I can't be a part of it. I'm going to teach people how to heal for real (laughs) because they can, you don't need to suffer the rest of your life with these things you know, with old traumas and unhealed, just, there's no reason for it. We don't need to suffer. So explain to us uh, a little bit about this um, thing called COVID that scared people to death, but it's like, did we really need to be afraid of it? Could we have healed it ourselves? Was it really that treacherous? Could you give us some insight Yeah. So the easy answer is no, we didn't need to be afraid of anything. You don't need to be afraid of any. If someone breaks in your house with a gun, that's a good time to be afraid. (laughs) That's absolutely. I understand. (laughs) I'll never tell somebody to not be afraid in that situation. (laughs) You know, that might save your life being in fear in that moment. Um, But to be afraid of a virus, I mean, that thing didn't turn people into zombies. I mean, it was a ridiculous, over-exaggerated reaction. And it comes from ego. And the more people are in fear, the easier it is to keep them at low levels of consciousness, to keep them unhealed and sick. Right. So, no, it's it's a disempowerment program, a fear program running. So one thing I want to mention is one of the things that I teach and we work with as coaches, as healers, is subtle energies and our energy bodies. We have an etheric body and I'll just make it very simple. Your outside of your physical body, there is energy. Most, a lot of people know that, but I like to make it real simple. And in that energy field, right in the field is the power to heal the body. And if we learn to work with subtle energies, the way that I teach, that's how I do my psychic healings. For example, that's how we teach people to start to learn subtle energies in our coaching programs, just a little bit. So you can realize that even when there is an invasion, an intrusion in the body, we can go in and start to change the energy of the actual virus, 
bacteria, whatever it is. It's just energy. And we can go in and change the energy of it. But if we all knew how to do that, a lot of people would go out of business. So guess what? They don't want you to know that. So there's our dilemma. If more people are just willing to come start learning, and these, this is why we have, I created Masters of Self University. Mm. Come start to learn for yourself. Start to do it for yourself. And then you start to learn how I can actually heal myself when I am sick, when there is an invasion in the body. If it's, It could be a simple cold. But how do you go in and start to transform the energy of that that is inside of you in order to heal the cold? You can do that, but you have to be willing to learn how. So this, if, if we had known about you about three or five years ago, we could have avoided all of this uh, fear propaganda. We could have, if we had COVID, we could have healed ourselves immediately probably without any pharmaceuticals don't need them don't need them that's what i like to hear so we really didn't need to depend on western medicine and so your point is and what you are teaching is that we have the ability to be in total control of our body and health Mm -hmm. we don't need anything else around us well that's to say if there's an emergency car accident or something, you break a leg or something like that. That's a different story, but we're that's a different story. Western medicine is perfect for that. And I'm grateful we have Western medicine for that, but there's a different way to help the physical body. And that means you have to work at the energetic level. And I'll say real quick, our, our medical field, generally speaking, is still functioning in what's called, you know, Newtonian um, science. And that's completely outdated. And a lot of it is wrong and inaccurate. And we should not be functioning from that at all anymore. You know, Einsteinian um, energy medicine has been around for a very long time. And it's proven science. It is proven science. And yet we still don't function with that level of science a more elevated level of science in the United States, in Western medicine. And that's part of the problem here. There's too much money to be made in the old ways. And that's, that's a, there you have it. You know, isn't that what we learned in the last two years? Really? Wasn't that I, really I what came so. out is that it's really kind of all being um, fear mongering. Yeah. But, but what you're saying is we have the ability to heal ourselves. I have seen people heal themselves of cancer yes. without any medication. Yes. And it's, it's like changing your mind. You change your life. You absolutely learn to work with the energies. I do see in the future, if we keep shifting and healing and expanding and elevating and learning this stuff, I do see that our medical field, and especially in Western medicine, I'm hoping we'll finally get on board and I see physicians in the future in a very different way because they will be, they will work with vibrational medicine. And that's, that's part of what I teach and what I do. I'm not a medical doctor to be clear. Um, but vibrational medicine works, works at the energetic level. So if you have a physician who's gone to school um, for, to specialize in what she does, then you add the level of energy because that's what's missing. You can't treat the body like it's only a body. That is not accurate and it isn't truth. The body is energy. It's a slowed down form of energy. Our etheric body is a much higher frequency form of what our physical body is and they work together. So that's what needs to be embraced in our medical system. And until then, hey, I'm here to teach people how to heal themselves to help enhance any Anything you can do for yourself when you learn the stuff, you will help, you'll heal yourself. So if we can get to this place of understanding the power we possess to heal ourselves, we will never be in another lockdown. We will never be subject to the the powers that be. We have the power within us. We have the power within us. And here's the truth of that. When people are truly elevated, 
look, if you get sick with something that is contagious, you will be at a level of consciousness where you'll say, oh, I'm actually contagious right now. I shouldn't go out in public until I'm not contagious anymore. See, that's part of evolving. Or if I go out in public and I'm contagious with a cold, with a flu, then I should wear a mask, shouldn't I? That's just a higher level of consciousness. But you don't wear that mask if what you have is not contagious to other people. You see, like there's like, what do we do? How do we do it? Well, if you're conscious enough, you then have the responsibility, the selflessness and the integrity. You don't go to your yoga class to sweat out your illness to get everybody else in the yoga room sick. You stay home. Like that's just a personal, like you just stay home. You don't go get other people contagious. You see the difference here? And if we were high enough level of integrity and consciousness, that is automatically how we would function. I'm sick. I'm not going to work. Not because I don't want to work because I'm going to be contagious and get other people sick. You see, that's the difference. Tell me about vitamins. I think so vitamins are wonderful, but I think like many other things, they have been put in forms that are not the best for our body. And so I think when it comes to taking supplements, again, the more conscious we become, the more pure forms of these things we'll be able to take in order to help our physical body. Ah, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you're not looking at the standard uh, vitamin C that you can get in. You're, You're seeing the natural, you're seeing a more evolved state of vitamins that can actually work faster and be more powerful. Yes. Okay. I see that coming. I think that's one of the things that we will evolve into. And I think we'll learn much more about plant medicine, for example, and what that even means. Oh, wow. Most people don't really understand what it means to be perfectly honest. They work with it. A lot of people work with it out of integrity. And that's not to dishonor the people that work with plant medicine that really are in integrity. But a lot of people misuse it. And the unfortunately, the, the consequence of that is it won't be embraced the way it should be embraced. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of med beds coming in? I don't. Good question. It's something I need to learn more about before okay. I can speak about it. I don't know. I know what they are. I've read about them. I don't know enough about them to be able to speak to them. I just think, boy, wouldn't that be great? Just lay down in the bed and have all the diagnosis. And then you come out, you're totally aware. You know what to do. It does it for you. You're fixing your vibration right there from the bed. It just sounds so comfortable to me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it sounds fabulous. I will tell you that that is in a category of what I call supportive tools, supportive tools, right? So there are a lot of supportive tools, supportive tools that exist. And that could be yoga, plant medicine, meditation. It could be sound healing, but those are supportive tools. So I am 100% in favor of using supportive tools. However, what I teach and what we teach at Masters of Self University is you always have you. You won't always have that med bed. Yeah. But you always have you. So your number one go-to to heal yourself is you. And that's part of why we teach how you self-heal because you can change your vibrational frequency very quickly when you learn to what we teach at Master of Self University. So that's always number one for me. Never do I reach or teach anybody to go to a supportive tool first. Never. Okay. What I teach them is you go inside, you do the process that we teach, you become more powerful. You have the power to simply command and change your energy field, period. You Uh have the power. You just have to learn how to do it. And then, and then go use that med bed. Okay. Because the results will be tenfold. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's so logical. We have to do it for ourselves. You know, it's probably the reason we're on the planet at this very time is because we're being forced into looking at our own abilities. Otherwise, we would be d- depending on this um, 
medical um, trap, shall I say? It's, it's, outdated. that's what it is. They keep outdated you there. Medicine. Yeah. Outdated. It's, outdated. it's not accurate. And we still use it like it is. That's the scary thing. You know, and all the people in my life who had cancer and died, it's like they're still using the exact same thing for over 30 years. It's mm. like, wait, 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 there's something wrong here. And I think people are getting to that point of questioning and saying, no, this isn't right. So we're at a turning point. COVID helped us. So now we have a new path forward. And that path has to do with what you're teaching us to really depend on ourselves yeah. and our body to heal us. So do you te teach people how to become um, more psychic? And their question. Yeah. So here's a beautiful thing. And I'll say two things. The first is when you do this work that we teach, at Masters, like if you do a coaching program, for example, at Masters of University, you're, you heal so much, all of your psychic abilities just start to blossom. Wow. If you didn't think you had any before, you suddenly start becoming very psychic. It's amazing to see. If you had psychic abilities before, it's crystal clear. They elevate. They get more profound. That is a natural byproduct of this work. I can tell you in my uh, mystical life coach certification program, there's not one, not one coach in that program that is either certified now or um, currently is a coach in training who is not becoming more and more of a psychic, of a healer. Like all of those extrasensory perceptions are completely opening up and blossoming. I see it in every single one of them. Wow. And the reason is you do this level of work on yourself. You can't not be divine. You can't not be more powerful. You can't not be more gifted when you do this level of work on yourself. And it's, you don't even have to try. It's a natural byproduct. And at that point, it's then, okay, now that all these are coming online, let's learn about how to use it in the vet. Let's understand them more deeply. There's a different level of education that is then provided. Wow. in order to use them in the highest level of integrity and, and to protect your energies, to take care of nurture yourself while you open up more. That's a different level of energetic frequency that you're functioning at. So that means new learning has to happen at that level. So what you're basically doing is teaching us how to live a higher life. 100%. We were going to be moving in a, a total upward path with you yes. rather than remaining at the same level. Yes. So that's actually what needs to happen. And again, I have to go back to COVID. That seems to have happened so that we can push ourselves up forward yes. from that and learn, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't need to happen again. Exactly. Yeah, it happened for us, not to us. Wow. Happened for us, not to us. It needed to happen for us to choose to elevate higher as humans. Wow. That just gave me the chills. You're absolutely right. Oh, this has been so enlightening. I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing all of this knowledge with us. Please tell people how to get to your site and how they can get into it more. Thank you so much. And it was such an honor to be here with you. It was such a special hour. Thank you. Um, so you can go to www.mastersofselfuniversity.com, mastersofselfuniversity.com. Check out what we have to offer, get a free consultation, sign up for our monthly membership, sign up for our live psychic healing virtual event. We have a lot for you. So there's uh -huh. a lot of choices. Have fun with them. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to put that down underneath the uh, show, all of the information where you can go and connect with them. It's something that I'm going to do as well. Everybody needs to do this. And, and uh, I strongly encourage it. You have a beautiful aura around you. Really, you can tell everything you're doing is so good for humanity. And I really can't thank you enough. 
Thank you so much. So sweet of you to say, I appreciate it so much. And it's the same with you. It's such an honor to be here with you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for your show. Oh, and I'm going to bring you back on too, because you're going oh, to be updating. You're going to be updating us constantly. <laughs> I would okay. love to. <laughs> great, great. Well, thank you so much again. And, and I'm going to send everybody to you. Thank you so much, Jill. Take care. I'll see you in the future. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.